Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This is 7 News. With Natalie Barr. Good morning. Areas of coastal Queensland are bracing for more dangerous weather as thunderstorms belt the region. Cyclone Yusi is also tracking closer to the coast, bringing heavy rain and large and powerful surf. Major falls have been recorded so far, boosting dam catchments. Levels in southeast Queensland are now sitting above 60%, which is expected to move the region from drought response to drought readiness. But residents are urged to continue conserving water until the situation can be assessed properly. Meantime, residents across New South Wales have entered a fourth day without power. Energy companies say complicated jobs are causing problems for crews. But unions say staff cuts of more than 5,000 people over five years have led to slower energy restoration. Customers are paying more and more for their power and they've been without power for longer and the, the distributors don't have the capacity anymore to quickly restore power in these weather events. Sydney residents near the Georges River have been given the all clear to return home after receiving evacuation orders on Sunday night. Many will likely return to waterlogged properties with the insurance bill from the weather event now surging past $100 million. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge are set to visit some of our worst-hit regions as part of a bushfire recovery tour. The royal visit could secure more financial support for survivors and volunteer firefighters. The couple are expected to visit New South Wales and Victoria, however planning hasn't been finalised. Negotiations between the government and Kensington Palace have been underway for weeks. More than 1,000 people have died from the rapidly spreading coronavirus and more than 40,000 people have been infected. The vast majority of cases are in China, where 100 people died in the last 24 hours. Thousands, including Australians with the illness, are trapped on the Diamond Princess cruise liner in Japan. Researchers are desperately working to understand the virus and create a vaccine, as the head of the World Health Organisation declares it poses a very grave threat to the rest of the world. Queen guitarist Brian May has attacked one of our camera operators at Brisbane Airport. The world-famous musician had just landed in the city as part of the band's Australian tour when he verbally abused the Seven News crew and tried to push away the camera. Meeting young fans moments before legendary rocker Brian May lashes out. Do you not understand? Come on. All right. All right. Come on, babe. Brian, you go away now! 
After losing his cool at our camera, he's taken back to his car and apologises to the group watching on. I'm sorry it was made ugly by this guy. I'm sorry. May had just touched down in Brisbane with his band Queen, who were in the River City as part of the Global Rhapsody Tour. But he wasn't impressed to be greeted outside the airport by a news camera. Excuse me, we said no. Come on, All right, is this going to get ugly? Because you put it down now or else something ugly happens. Do you understand? You stop now. Come on, please. No, I'm serious. No, I'm deadly serious. Our camera operator complied, but as a huge Queen fan, he got his phone out to take a personal video. You're so clever, aren't you? What a parasite you are. Just leave us alone, will you? Do you not understand? All right, all right. Come on, Right. You go away now! Queen will play their first concert tomorrow night before headlining Sunday's bushfire benefit where there will be no escaping the cameras. Nationals MP Matt Canavan is warning the Liberal Party to stay out of leadership disputes as turmoil within the Nationals continues. Political reporter Olivia Leeming is in Canberra. Olivia, divisions continue to emerge among MPs. Yeah, we're seeing more damaging leaks this morning designed to wound Nationals leader Michael McCormack. The party is still split despite him surviving the recent leadership challenge. The Courier-Mail reporting that the Prime Minister has had to intervene in a plan overseen by Michael McCormack's office for a lavish 100th anniversary dinner for the Nationals party in Melbourne next month that would deliberately coincide with a party room meeting so that taxpayers could fit the bill for MPs, flights and accommodation. Now, there's no suggestion any rules have been broken, but the fact that this has been leaked show that there are still tensions within the party. It's likely to have been fuelled by those determined to bring Michael McCormack down after Barnaby Joyce lost that leadership spill against him. National Senator Matt Canavan warning the Liberal Party to effectively stay out of it after concerns were expressed in yesterday's coalition party room meeting that this turmoil within the Nationals is creating a giant distraction for the government, but there is no sign of it letting up now. OK, thanks, Olivia. A man will front court today charged with murder after a wanted criminal was hit and killed on a Victorian road yesterday. The 33-year-old man was driving near Lang Lang, southeast of Melbourne, when he allegedly struck 34-year-old Luke Price. He'd been on the run for breaching parole and died at the scene. It's believed Price had been travelling in a sedan with a female passenger when he stopped his car to confront his alleged attacker. The 33-year-old is due to face Melbourne Magistrates Court this morning. George Kalambaras's restaurants are up for grabs as financial administrators hunt for buyers for his empire. They're looking at a fire sale in the wake of the collapse, but it's little comfort for hundreds of staff left without jobs. For years, he was perhaps Australia's most famous chef, but with his career now in free fall, George Kalambaras is nowhere to be seen. Yeah, it's not good, man. You've got to leave the guy alone. The maid establishment group Kalambara set up simply ran out of money. On Sunday, 12 restaurants were closed, with nearly 400 workers out of a job. Administrators now have just five days to sell off as much of the business as they can. They have several interested buyers, but there are no guarantees for workers. Hopefully if someone does step in on them, they'll resurrect them, they'll, they'll re-employ and they'll engage. The only profitable part of the group which will stay open is the Yochi Yogurt Cafes. 
I have a 15-year-old daughter. If I had gone home last night and said I shut that, I'm not sure I would have been very popular. Administrators say the business simply could not recover after admitting underpaying staff by $7 million. His failure to come to grips with paying people properly, with stealing people's wages, has brought on this immense disaster. Workers have been paid wages and superannuation, but not their annual leave. And they were only told the company had collapsed last night. Workers are entitled to be consulted and these workers weren't. But while the wages scandal played a large role, the collapse of the maid group has also highlighted an industry-wide problem, that of falling revenue and rising costs. Our members are telling us on the ground that their profits are between negative and up to 8%. And that means the likely collapse of more businesses in the near future. The hunt for a violent criminal is underway following a series of failed carjackings and robberies across Melbourne. A 24-year-old woman was attacked with a hammer in Carlton yesterday as the man attempted to steal her vehicle. Her husband and a neighbour were able to pull him off her, but the man managed to escape. Another man was attacked in the CBD on Monday afternoon, while two McDonald's restaurants were also targeted. A mother has woken from a coma in a Melbourne hospital only to learn her husband and daughter were killed in the New Zealand volcano eruption. Lisa Dallow is now facing months of recovery as she tries to come to terms with the deaths of those she loved the most. Brian Dallow lost a son and granddaughter on White Island in December. But two months after the disaster, his daughter-in-law, Lisa, is awake. She's highly emotional, that's all I can say. Yeah naturally, because it would be a severe shock. After weeks in a coma, Lisa Dallow has been told her daughter Zoe Hosking and husband Gavin Dallow did not survive. I think she's come to terms with it now, to a degree. Her last memory of that day is terrifying. All she could remember was that um, when the volcano went off, they all said run, and she can remember uh, them getting hit. Suffering 60% life-threatening burns to her body, the mother is being treated at Melbourne's Alfred Hospital. Lisa Dallow missed her husband's funeral at Adelaide Oval last month. Her family has delayed her daughter's memorial, likely to be held in Melbourne, with the hopes she will be strong enough to attend. Till she um, recovers more and can communicate more, we can't really do anything to help. 21 people died on White Island, 13 survivors remain in hospitals across Australia. Georgia Commons Soli, 7 News. The terrifying moment a school bus crashed and sent students flying throughout the cabin has been released on video by police in Ohio. A car struck the bus after it failed to stop at a red light. The bus driver begins yelling at passengers to go out through the windows. Eight of the 25 students on board were taken to hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The Queen's grandson Peter Phillips and his wife Autumn have announced they are getting a divorce. The pair issued a statement saying it was the best course of action for their two children and ongoing relationship. It confirmed they had separated and will share custody of their children Savannah and Isla. The couple told the Queen and other royal members about their decision last year. A girl is recovering after being trapped by a frightening mudslide on the outskirts of Sao Paulo in Brazil. Flooding forced a massive amount of earth to collapse down the hillside, wiping out homes and burying the girl. It took rescuers hours to pull her free.
Video of a dramatic chase between the US Coast Guard and drug smugglers has been released. The smugglers tried to evade the Coast Guard's helicopter, but they lost control and spun out. It was one of eight operations, seizing more than half a billion dollars worth of drugs. Children are the newest recruits in the fight against bushfires. Seven News can reveal Project Firestorm is now being taught in New South Wales classrooms, bringing firefighters into schools to target families most at risk. From the fire front well done. to the classroom, firefighters will be laying foundations. So what's your idea? Project Firestorm, a new bushfire curriculum, will be rolled out across the state schools. I hear you're a new recruit. First up, you've got to know what you're facing. Taught in year five and six classrooms in the most at-risk communities. So that 200,000 kids get access to it. And the stakes are high. The community is in trauma. Nobody suffers trauma more than children. The the program has been created by the Department of Education and the RFS, a fusion of lessons from real-life heroes, safety for firefighters, preparing people's homes, and some online fictional fire troopers. Lives are at risk. Really the superheroes, it's about attracting kids' attention. You get to brainstorm ways to um, help Australia stop the bushfires. Has it made you think about a fire plan? Um, yeah, I've, I've actually been talking to my parents about it. There's much more to bushfire readiness than meets the eye. The project teaches kids skills in science, technology, engineering and maths. It links in well with the curriculum but also teaches kids the empathy and kindness that comes with that as well. Problem solving and teamwork a must. It was an accident. Serena Andaloro, 7 News. Many parents were left unimpressed after being told they should seek their toddler's permission before posting their photos online. But experts say social media carries risks that mums, dads and kids need to discuss as early as possible. Marcia Leone has spent the last seven years also known as Not So Mumsy, a successful motherhood blogger and influencer who realised the power of social media when a photo of her young daughter in a bikini went viral. Nothing bad came of it, but just the fact that it was out there, I thought, OK, we need to kind of reassess what we're doing. She now thinks twice about what she shares and even asks her children if they're happy to be snapped and slapped online they have a say in what goes out there. It's a practice online safety for under fives recommends all parents adopt. A new booklet for parents and educators designed to keep children safe online. These days kids are learning to swipe before they can walk or talk. But how practical is asking a toddler for permission? He can't really give consent at this age. He's only just two. He can't really even talk properly so I don't know he can ask permission. It's impossible to ask because they don't understand the whole concept of social media but we can ask can mummy take a photo? Are you happy to be in the photo? The guide is part of a $17 million investment by the federal government to try to keep children safe online. Other advice includes setting up parental controls on devices and being a good role model when it comes to screen time. Supervise your kids online and sit down and have a conversation with them, an open conversation about the dangers. Amber Laidler, 7 News. North Melbourne say their skipper Jack Zebel is no guarantee for round one against the Saints. Zebel has been struggling with a nagging calf injury and hasn't trained with the main group since Christmas. Ex-Tiger Brandon Ellis is settling into his new life on the Gold Coast with the Suns. What a great challenge now to go from, you know, sort of the best club to, you know, an up-and-coming club and one that struggled for a while. So, um, you know, to try and build something special with them.
West Coast enjoyed a break from pre-season training and took their dogs to the beach for their annual race. Liam Duggan's buddy Blue upset defending champ Adam Simpson's Kelpie Stevie. 30,000 tickets have already been sold to Saturday's historic inaugural AFLW Derby in Perth. It'll be the Eagles' first ever home game. But Frio coach Trent Cooper says the Dockers should be the heavy favourites. There'll be lots of familiar faces. Eight players defected to West Coast from Frio. I think this one's got a little bit more on it, playing, you know, some good mates and um, you want the bragging rights at the end of the day. Adults' tickets to the match are $3, while kids are free. All tickets, proceeds go to the Bushfire Relief. The game is live and free here on 7. Newly crowned Brisbane captain Alex Glenn has been pulled from the club's NRL 9 squad at the last minute due to a leg complaint. The Broncos are taking almost 800 games worth of experience to Perth with Corey Parker coming out of retirement to lace up the boots for the first time in four years. We'd like our fans to sort of feel or think about when they watch us play is that they're a group of players who really compete hard for each other um, and never give up. The competition kicks off in Perth on Friday. Opal's legend Lauren Jackson has landed a new job post-basketball as a sports administrator. Now working with Basketball Australia, Jackson is part of the latest intake for the Institute of Sports Talent program. It prepares women to take on leadership roles in Australian sport. People want to see women in sport at the moment as athletes, which is great, but I think as administrators, as coaches, there's still quite big gaps there. And the Boomers' quest for a history-making gold medal in Tokyo could include a showdown with megastar LeBron James. LeBron headlines a star-studded 44-man preliminary squad for Team USA. Netball Australia has sacked the most capped Australian Diamonds coach of all time. Lisa Alexander was keen to continue, but Netball Australia decided not to renew her contract. I respect the decision of the board and management, even though, of course, I'm disappointed. At the end of the day, it's expected that Australian netball is successful. Shock defeats in the finals of the Commonwealth Games and last year's World Cup led to the decision she'll finish up next month. Melbourne Victory has started their Asian Champions League campaign with a 1-0 victory over Chiangra United in Melbourne. Melbourne snatched the lead in the 25th minute but were unable to extend. Elvis Kansoba missing a golden opportunity just outside the six-yard box. And whatever curse hangs over Elvis Kansoba clearly still has not lifted. Melbourne faced Seoul on Tuesday. A zoo in Hungary has welcomed a brand new baby armadillo and it finally has had its first close-up. The newborn goes by the name of Matteo and now weighs nearly half a kilo. Banded armadillos are able to roll up in their leathery armour shell so tight predators cannot penetrate. The youngster won't make his public debut until later in the year. Taking a look at the weather around the country today, a trough sitting over Queensland, New South Wales and Victoria will trigger showers and thunderstorms. Tropical cyclone UC is moving south over the Coral Sea and will stay offshore but could bring rough surf and showers to the east coast. Brisbane can expect a possible thunderstorm and rain. Sydney, some showers today. Possible showers too for our nation's capital. Melbourne cloudy, Hobart light showers, mostly sunny in Adelaide and Perth and a possible thunderstorm in Darwin. That is Seven's early news for this Wednesday, the 12th of February. I'm Natalie Bart. Imagine 
the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.